Hi there, my name is Matthew Brick. I'm a Valor Christian High School student, brother of four, I'm a wrestler, and I'm out to find interesting stories to talk to about, make connections, and hopefully point people to God. Let's get this, the Brick House Podcast. This is Brick's home. This is your house. Presenting the Brick House Podcast. The Brick House. Here comes the boom. Hey there, guys. My name is Matthew Brick. Welcome back to the Brick House Podcast. Today is a beautiful Friday morning, but it is snowing. I did not know that. Um, today I'm here with a person I'm just getting to know. Um, she's active in Valor community. Her name is Morgan Menahan. She's a junior at Valor Christian High School. She's in leadership. She's a student leader at Red Rocks Church, and she values community and her faith. How are you doing, Morgan? I'm doing well. How are you, Matthew? I'm doing good. I really appreciate you being on here. Um, I just want to hear a little bit about you and um, yeah, tell us first off like about leadership because you seem to love that and serving. Yeah, I would say like definitely from a young age, I've always thought like I wanted to be a leader. Like I was that kid like in elementary school where they would be like, who wants to be the line leader? And like I would like run up to the front. But when I came into Valor, I even emailed Miss Wise and I was like, hey, I'm a freshman, like, can I join student leadership? And she was like, no, like, you have to wait till you're a sophomore. And I was like, okay. But I just, student leadership has become like such a big part of my life. I love just serving around Valor and serving the kids here and the student body. And it's been so fun, like just planning events and like, Especially one thing I love that we do is like we do a leadership lesson once a week and it depends on like being like disciplined or like having integrity or like focusing on um, compassion towards others or like gratitude for your leadership style. And so I've just leadership has become a big part of like every aspect of my life. Like I'm the golf chaplain and like in DECA, I'm going to run to be like a DECA officer. So I just love being in like stepping into that leadership role and then like getting to learn from other people and like having mentors in my life. Oh, that's, that's so cool. I did not know that. <laughs> that that's really cool. So who would, if you had role models, who are those role models? Um, I would definitely say I, a lot of my teachers are like Miss Lanting. I've had her for two years and I meet with her like twice a month and I just get to learn about like who she is as a person, how leadership's been for her in her life and like especially her one as a teacher but also just like as a person and like serving in the community and how she leads in that way but also like my life group leader. They're definitely big people that I look up to and I just like aspire to like learn more from them and also just like especially in student leadership all the VPs Ty our student body president and just everyone that I work with in committees like everyone has such a leadership like unique style to them and I think it's so cool to just like learn from every other person about like different qualities they have oh, so that, that is cool I'm gonna I Ty, if you're listening, I'm going to get you on. <laughs> He's been asking me, hey, when will I be on soon? Ty. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, so with uh, being so much into the community um, and you only have like a year left at Valor, what what would you want to accomplish in the next year? 
I know that's like kind of like a big question, but yeah. Yeah, well, so I am running for student body president. Okay. But so we'll see. I know that it's either going to work out or I'll get like a VP or something. But I definitely would want to say my main thing and I know everyone like says this when they're running for somebody president, but like the student like culture and community at Valor, I feel like there's just something missing there. And okay. I think a big part of that is honestly like the spiritual spirit, spirituality because there's so many like we get this amazing opportunity to go to like this amazing school and like the teachers are so like they have a heart of God, like they're passionate about God. Yeah. And we just I feel like sometimes we take that for advantage and there should be so much more like gratitude surrounded around that. And I think that if we really like stepped into our faith and like, and I mean, especially like how many kids get chapel like at their school, like no one Mm. gets that. And like the fact that we get that opportunity is amazing. And so one of my biggest goals is just like really showing people like what the Lord can do in your life. And like, honestly being a resource in that aspect and like, if I was to be student body president or like a VP, I really just want to bring the community in as like one and like just have like a heart of God, like in our community and just really show one to ourselves, but like just to everyone else that like, yeah, yeah, you can call us Christians. You can call us like private school kids, but like we have a heart of God and that's what matters. And like, there is a reason that we're all at this school and like that's from God. And so my biggest thing is just like, really showing everyone like what the Lord can do in your life and like why that's so important. Oh, I love that. I really do. I think that that's admirable. Um, so well, tell us a little bit about like your relationship with Jesus and maybe how did that come? Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say like as a kid, I was all, I went to Catholic, um, Sunday school and like Catholic church and my parents were like super strict Catholics and I was kind of like that kid who just like went to church and like, I didn't care at all. But, um, when I went to, so I went to public school all my life until Valor and in middle school, I went down like a super dark path during COVID and like, I mean, it was like, (laughs) probably should say this on the podcast but like it was not like I was in the wrong friend group I was doing the wrong things and then um my parents got divorced and so that kind of just like hit me hard and I was like and I know everyone's like when you hit a dark place like you find God I was actually the complete opposite Mm -hmm. I went so far away I was like I stopped going to church I was like you know what like I don't care anymore this is all like done and then a couple months later, and I mean, I got in trouble like all the time. So like, I kind of like- I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, three months without a phone or friends, kind of okay. hard. But um, I got the opportunity to come to Tor Valor one day. And my mom was like, I really want you to go see this. And I was like, okay. And right when I came and toured, like I fell in love with the school. And I was like, wow, like, and I mean, I used to have the same mindset about this school, like, oh, like they're private school kids. <laughs> but I just like, I fell in love with everything here. And I saw like a culture that like I've never seen before, mm. especially because it's so different outside of these walls. And I would say that kind of really started my faith. Like I've never been to like a Christian church until I came to Valor and like we had chapel. And then slowly, like my friends would start inviting me to church. And I was like, okay, like I kind of like this. And then it was always like a very in and out thing. Mm. Like, you know, it's like, you're not really in, but like you kind of say you're a Christian and like you kind of go to church, you kind of pray sometimes. And I was like, you know, it was like back and forth and I couldn't really find like something that like really meant something to me. 
And then sophomore year, I went to Israel on a discovery that trip. That is so cool. And again, like that to me, now that I look back on it, it was just like a calling from God. Like the fact that I came here and then like I went to Israel and like I made all these amazing friends that ha- who like have the same values as me. And like I met all these amazing teachers who have like shown me their faith and like helped me dive more into mine. That like to me is just like, all God and like there's a reason I came but I ended up getting baptized in the Jordan River and that was definitely like a very it's it was a super big step because I remember like the night before I went to um one of the leaders on our trip and I was like I don't know if this is the right thing to do like I don't know if I'm ready and she was like I just want you to pray about it and see what happens and I remember that morning waking up I just like I knew I was like I'm ready like it's time to go all in and so ever since then, I just, like, have been going to youth, getting involved there, um, praying, reading my Bible every day. And it's just, like, you feel so much more, like, joy and, like, just at peace with everything. And so that's definitely been, like, now everything I do, like, God is at the center. That's and great. I, I mean, like, like I said, I'm involved in so many things. So, like, my mind is always, like, scrambling and I'm, like worrying about my grades and like if I get like a B on a test I'm like oh my gosh like I'm not going to college now <laughs> and I've just kind of like shifted my mindset that like that all might happen but like God's at the center of everything like it doesn't matter like if I have like one bad tournament in golf like it's okay because God's the center of it and yes you may like have like some stumbles and like you might swerve off the path a little bit but like you're always going to come back to God and that's all that's going to matter so that's a little bit about my faith journey it's definitely been hard though like Mm. it takes a lot of discipline and it's not always easy because like I mean I for like the past uh, 10 months maybe it's been like I can't go to parties like my friends and like sometimes like I spend nights alone and like everyone else will be having fun but it's like I don't want to do that and like I know that like the path I'm on is okay for myself and that's all that matters, even though like I might not be able to do some of the things my friends do, but like that's okay to me. And I think the more that I've like dove into my relationship with God, I've realized that is that like you don't need hookup culture, you don't need alcohol, like mm. you don't need any of that as long as you have God. So Well, I promise you, like the reason why I wanted to reach out with you and talk is that it's apparent. I mean I see you up there at Red Rocks doing your singing, doing your thing. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, it's a, it's a very apparent, and um, I know people value it, and I think that's what makes you you. Or I, mean, I don't know you as well, but it, it's pretty cool to see. What would you say maybe for some people that don't feel so strong in their faith or they don't feel like reading their Bible or, <laughs> I mean, that's maybe not, they aren't, Jesus isn't or God isn't in the center of their life. Um, I would definitely say it's okay to be at that point. Mm. Like, I was at that point, too. And at the time, I didn't realize it. And I don't think it really – it doesn't come to everyone at the same time. And that's okay. I mean, even though, like, we go to this school, if you're in chapel and, like, someone has their hands out next to you, it's okay to not want to do that. Like, if you're not ready for that, I think that's totally fine. And God, like, he has a reason for that. Like, he knows what you're going to do. He knows your actions. He knows, like, if you're going to step into your faith, if you're not. And I think that it really just depends, like, when it comes to you. And for me, that was, like, just experiencing 
an opportunity instead of like finding him in a dark place. And I think some people may either find him in a dark place or they might like something amazing might happen to them and they'll be like, wow, like this wasn't on my own. Like it wasn't me. But definitely like a step I would say someone could take is just like as simple as like finding someone to like pray with them or like honestly I think prayer is like one of the most powerful things for me just because it's kind of like what I rely on now and it's like even though it's not like you have to like have like a in-depth prayer and be like this 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 Mm. because I think sometimes we think like we have to have like this perfect prayer laid out and it's just like you're talking to God. You're literally just having a conversation. And I think it's as simple as just asking for something and being like, hey, God, like, what do you think I should do with this? Or like mm-hmm. something like that. Or even just like going to church for once. I mean, I I try to invite a new friend to youth every single week oh, or so in, cool. to church. And just, I mean, there was this girl from, because I went to the feeder school for Mountain Vista. Okay. And she goes to Mountain Vista. She's a senior. And she's in, like, our little, like, friend group outside of school. And I was like, hey, like, why don't you come to church with me for one time? And she was like, oh, like, I've never been to church. Like, I'm not religious at all. And I was like, that's okay. Like, you might as well just come. And she came and she was like, oh, my gosh, I loved it. And I was like, it's literally just, like, as simple as, like, doing something that makes you uncomfortable. Mm. It's good to be uncomfortable and you know, it's kind of like Pastor Sean Johnson said, like, you want to be in an uncomfortable situation. And I think that's hard for some people, but I think it's good to experience that. And you never know, like, what you'll find out of that. So great response. Everything you're, I'm asking, <laughs> you're just so great at. You're giving good answers. You're making it easy on me. <laughs> um, all right. A little bit. Tell me, you do golf. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that? Um, well, so I grew up playing soccer. I played soccer for 11 years and then I came into Valor and I was like, I'm done with that. And so (laughs) I, but I've played golf like kind of competitively since freshman year. And then I played like three years before that in like a league, like as kind of like a joke, just like a side thing. Um, it's definitely like, so like mentally challenging. I, I think I cry like twice around like it's so bad and my emotions definitely like get the best of me Mm -hmm. when I go into a sport and um it's definitely been like a big challenge in my life but it's something that I find a lot of like glory and like doing it for God and I think that we all have like these talents and some maybe like in sports or arts or you know academics or like serving in discovery and I think that for me for golf it's been like kind of like my second thing that I've really liked to do and like I love meeting like the freshmen and like helping them out with golf and like just teaching them about it and now that I'm the golf chaplain I think it's so cool that I get to integrate like my faith into my sport and like help my team because especially like in such like a mentally challenging Mm -hmm. sport like it's not on you like you can't rely on yourself like you have to rely on God and I've started like just like as simple things as like praying before a match or, or a tournament, a match. Hey, yeah, and there's so many things you could call it. <laughs> um, or just like praying before practice or it's like, and I mean, I've even got to like points where I'm like, do I really want to play golf anymore? And I think that every athlete gets to that at some point where they're like, why am I doing this still? And it's, it's just as simple as like asking God, like, what do you want to see me do in this? Like, do you want to mm. see me continue? Do you not? And 
when I did that, I felt like it was just like, I want you to continue doing this and I want you to step into like a bigger role. And so, yeah, when my coach came to me and asked me to be the chaplain, I was like, I'd love to. Like, I think that'd be so fun. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at with golf right now. But it's definitely, like, a challenging thing. Like, it's not easy playing a sport, especially going to, like, such a rigorous school with, like, academics and everything. Like, it's such a challenge to have, like, be a student athlete. And so I think that it's – really good to find God in that sport and I think a lot of the times like we can get caught up in being like competitive and like trying to win Mm. and like forgetting about all of that and like we always have like the mindset of like I need to win a state championship but instead it's like just focus on like the gratitude that you have for playing this sport and do it all for the glory of God like don't rely on yourself to do it yeah, I can totally relate with that, this uh, wrestling season. So I do call it a match. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I saw your shirt wrestling, and I was like, a match. That's not what it's called, actually. Wait, what do they call a game, a tournament? A tournament. A tournament. Yeah. Nice. It's so weird. No, I, I want to I wanna play in a tournament. Maybe, I'm not good enough for high school. But, like, maybe, you know, when I'm 20, 30, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe once I, my uh, peak is up, <laughs> or, or down, I could start hitting golf balls. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's a lifelong sport. It's I know, hard, it's really though. Cool. It's so challenging. Yeah. I mean, I've played for, like, five years, and I still get so frustrated. Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, I think would, I would think that a lot of people say it's easy, but it's not, right? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really, like, physically challenging. Okay. It's literally just, like, a mental game. And, mm-hmm. like, it's very, like... I don't know. You have to have, like, a perfect swing and, like, all this stuff. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I had a few golf tech lessons, but I don't think that qual- makes me qualify <laughs> for Valor or golf or anything of that sort. <laughs> no, um, but I can't relate. People say that wrestling is like chess. Um, because I don't I don't know. I mean, I would say it's pretty <laughs> mental. Um, yeah. Because, like, you can – there's that intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. Like, someone could appear really strong. But also, you know, that's one thing I've – seen that sometimes people are not as strong as they seem or they don't look super strong and they are Mm -hmm. and then um I don't know like like anything you get like the jitters or like you feel kind of nervous yeah and but then also there's a there's a a skill to it um a technique like anything Mm -hmm. else but it wrestling for me has been very rewarding um and talking about faith uh I've done it like last year I didn't win a single match and Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was because, like, I feel like with a wrestling that's as tough as it is, I feel like you have to have a reason to keep going, especially yeah. in the matches. It, it would have been like, you're going to get choked out or you're going to get pinned. So how do you keep fighting, especially when it's like 30 seconds left in the match? Or like, So what I've realized in this year why I did so well is because I was able – there were countless of times I'm kind of a risky fighter. Mm-hmm. I don't really play it safe. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, probably because my technique is not as good as it could be. Um, but when you get caught caught in that, and I would assume it's probably for any other sport, but I realized that, okay, I'm losing. What's gonna, what can I do? Or not that what can I do, but what's going to keep me going? What's going to keep me going? What's going to, like, because you've got to have a reason or a purpose to keep fighting mm-hmm. or playing your sport or this, like what you were saying. And so, but I really have relied on God. I got my first match. I'm up to... 10 pins. And, hey, good job. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2-0 on varsity debut. <laughs> Two forfeits. Those don't really count. But um, it's just really – and it was really exciting. Like, I got to see 
a, a change, and it was an amazing season for me. But I really believe it's because I put God at the center of things, and, like, there were things that, like, chains that had broken since last season, mm -hmm. and there's behaviors that I'm doing that are a whole lot better, and I feel free, too. And so it's like I can wrestle, and I don't have to, like, worry about anything else. Yeah. Know. But that, that's a little bit about me. Let's see. Okay. Um, I know we're on time a little bit. <laughs> uh, I have another question. Um, if people could like, oh, Morgan's this. Morgan, you know, Ooh. what would people describe you as? Um, you hmm. <laughs> I would definitely say people would describe me as like loud and energetic. Nice. And um, I would definitely say like a lot of joy all the time because I'm always like, seen as like pretty like happy and like excited mm. to do things um which I mean is definitely a good thing but I also can be very like stubborn and aggressive and like bipolar <laughs> like I I definitely have a lot of emotions mm. that can get the best of me um but for mostly I would definitely say like my friends always see me as like very joyful and I think part of that comes like from the Lord and I I hate the word people use happiness I just like do not <laughs> like it I'm just like because okay. I feel like happiness is so like um temporary mm. and joyous like forever like oh, you yeah. just like it keeps coming and I've really found that the more I've grown with God is like just being like a joyful person no matter like what happens and I know like I have my moments like For sure this morning like when I was driving I was like dude like get out of my way like right now but um I'm very like it comes to a point where, like, yeah, I might cry or, yeah, mm. I might be frustrated, but there's always still going to be, like, that joy aspect I come to. And so I would definitely say my my friends and, like, parents would describe me as, like, super, like, joyful and, like, energetic and just, like, I very am, like, a future-oriented person and I, like, mm. look for, like, the next thing to do. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, let's end it on a few fun questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> If you could have an ex an exotic pet, what would you Ooh. have? Hmm. Oh, I would definitely say I'd have like. Hmm. I'd probably have like a narwhal or something like that, oh, nice. or like a really cool like ocean creature. Maybe like a. Hmm. Yeah, I would say a narwhal. <laughs> I think those narwhal? are so cool. I don't probably know. Not even real, but like no. I think it'd be sick. Yeah, I, I would probably just want like a monkey or like a yeah a monkey. Yeah. I, I mean, not exotic though. So like, let's like think outside of the box here. Not a lot of people have monkeys as pets. Yeah, but like. Find the, a sink. Like a really exotic creature. I'd want like a big cat, like a lion. <laughs> That'd be sick, or like yeah. a cheetah. Cheetah, yeah. I think that. No one's coming into your house. And no. In. No. Well, the only thing I'd have to worry about is if they're going to eat me. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, Mike Tyson had a pet tiger, I think, too. Uh, only he could, like, wrestle with them because oh you'd my. get eaten a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a fun fact. That'd be cool, though. Yeah. You got to be you got to be a type of person to have those types of cats. Yeah. You got to be like the alpha. You can't. Yeah. yeah I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. Yeah. <laughs> If you could go anywhere on an all-paid vacation, where would you go? Um, I would definitely say, uh, let's see. Mm, I would say Greece, but I've been to Greece. So I honestly would probably say, this is just like 
been on my heart lately and like I really want to go I really want to go to India I that's where I want to go on my discovery trip senior year but I just have had like this like I really want to go there and I just want to like see what it's like and like my Mm. aunt's been to India and everything and she just tells me like a ton of stories about it and like that's some I would definitely go there yeah I was talking I I did a podcast episode with coach Erica and she told me yeah, she told me about her experience in India. Check that episode out. But um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, what they're doing over there that's really cool, and it is a real like you. It's for real sometimes. Like you, mm-hmm. they went, they go out to the area of where, um, like they're doing the blood worship and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. it, yeah, I think it's yeah. gonna be a good experience. Hope you do go. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> well, I think so. Yeah. And then if you could have a a wacky job. Like, any wacky job, but, like, wacky, what would it be? Like, I'm thinking, like, like I'm the person who, like, like the bungee jumping guy. <laughs> I don't know. Or, like, the skydiving guy. That's a pretty wacky job. I don't know. I've always wanted to go skydiving. 18, that's when I'm going. Um, My 18th birthday. That's going to be so sick. My Spanish teacher, Senor Brooks, showed oh, us nice. a video of him skydiving. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, fell. But it was really funny. Um, I would probably say... Um, this is so, like, odd, but I would probably, this isn't really, it's, like, odd for me, but I would probably be, like, an assistant coach of, like, gymnastics or something. Nice. Or, like, hockey. Maybe an assistant boys hockey coach. Yeah. (laughs) Not girls. But, yeah, I would definitely be, like, a coach or something. But, like, that's just, like, so weird for me because I would never do that, like, in my entire life. I think you could. Maybe, like, golf coach someday. Oh, no. maybe not. I know we're going on time. Um, what If you could ha- say one last thing, if there's anything, what would you want to tell people that are listening to it? Last thing, big moral speech, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would definitely just say, like, I you matter and I know like you hear that from like literally everyone and it's always like oh look at this positive quote on Instagram but like you do really matter and I think everyone is so unique and especially like not even just at Valor but you see that everywhere there's like so many different people it's so weird there's so many different people in this world but like everyone is going through something first of all and so I think it's never a good thing to like really judge someone and I love finding new things about people and like I didn't know you at first I didn't know you did wrestling or anything but I would definitely say like everyone is their own unique person and like God made you that way and there's a reason that like you are still on this earth like there's Mm -hmm. a reason you wake up every day and that you keep getting through the days and I would definitely just say like don't take that for granted but like really live it out to the full and like live your life whatever way that looks for you whether it's with christian values or not but like live your life the way you want because it is such a precious thing and like i always say like life is so precious because like you can't go back and watch it again and oh maybe in heaven who knows (laughs) but like i think just like everyone like wakes up every single day for a reason and like Mm. you are such like a wonderful like human being that like god created perfectly in like his own specific way and so i would just say like really like love yourself and like live your life the way you want no matter what anyone could think of you so well that's well said thank you guys very much (laughs) if you guys want to talk to me or talk to morgan i bet she's all good for that yeah of course oh yeah all right guys see you guys next week peace 